Good morning, I'm the Reverend Clive Hamilton, vicar here in the parish of Philwood Park at St Barnabas Church, Knoll West, in the Diocese of Bristol. I'm leading this week's national service for the Church of England, which is online for the eighth Sunday after Trinity. You are most welcome. Come and join us today as we worship. With God, nothing will be impossible. For he is our God. And the God of salvation is making all things new. Amen. Welcome in the name of Christ. God's grace, mercy and peace be with you. Today's service will explore the themes of mission and of sharing the kingdom where we are in our locality and community and neighbourhoods of our church in Knoll West. But hopefully these themes will apply wherever we are in whatever context. Our approaches of presence 
being perseverant and sharing hospitality and being willing to be guest with other people lead to participation of people in the church community and the transformation within their lives. We hope today's service will offer you those blessings and that we can share in that message and good news of the kingdom. We will now hear verses from Psalm 119, read by Jerry Coles, a member of our Messy Church team. The psalm today draws on our concern for the world, the Creator's grace and blessing in our lives and others. It is a part of a longer prayer and plea for justice and the treasures which can be shared through the kingdom. Following the reading of the psalm, we will listen to a piece of music from Katie Ritson. Here I am to worship as we come into our time together of worship. Verses from Psalm 119. Your testimonies are wonderful, therefore my souls keep them. The opening of your word gives light, it gives understanding to the simple. I open my mouth and draw in my breath as I long for your commandments. Show the light of your countenance upon the servant and teach me your statutes. My eyes run down with streams of water because the wicked do not keep your law. Light of the world you stepped down into darkness, opened my eyes, let me see. Beauty that's made this heart adore you, hope of a life spent with Say that 
Our confessions today are led by Reverend Dr. Trevor Dean, Associate Minister here at St. Barnabas Church and the retired GP who used the practice in the area for many years. We come to that moment in our service when we can say sorry to God and receive again his wonderful forgiveness. So let's make our confession. The grace of God has dawned upon the world with healing for all. Let us come to him in sorrow for our sins, seeking healing and salvation. God be gracious to us and bless us and make your face shine upon us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May your ways be known upon earth, your saving power among the nations. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You, Lord, have made known your salvation and reveal your justice in the sight of the nations. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. So may Almighty God have mercy upon you and me. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the same way, the Spirit also comes to help us, weak as we are, for we do not know how we ought to pray. The Spirit himself pleads with God for us in groans that words cannot express. And God, who sees into our hearts, knows what the thought of the Spirit is, because the Spirit pleads with God on behalf of his people and in accordance with his will. We knew that in all things God works for good with those who love him, those whom he has called according to his purpose. And so those whom God set apart, he called. And those he called, he put right with himself, and he shared his glory with them. In view of all this, what can we say? If God is for us, who can be against us? Certainly not God, who did not even keep back his own son, but offered him him for us all. He gave us his son. Will he not also freely give us all things? Who will accuse God's chosen people? God himself declares them not guilty. Who then will condemn them? Not Jesus Christ, who died, or rather, was raised to life and is at the right side of God, pleading with him for us. Who then can separate us from the love of Christ? Can trouble do it? Or hardship or persecution or hunger or poverty or danger or death. As the scripture says, for your sake we are in danger of death at all times. We are treated like sheep that are going to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we have completely victory through him who loved us. For I am certain that nothing can separate us from his love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor other heavenly rulers or powers, neither the present nor the future, neither the world above nor the world below. There is nothing in all creation that will ever be able to separate us from the love of God, which is ours through Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like this. A man takes a mustard seed and sows it in his field. It is the smallest of all seeds, but when it grows up, it is the biggest of all plants. It becomes a tree so that birds come and make their nests in, our, in its branches. Jesus told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like this. A woman takes some yeast and mixes it with a bushel of flour until the whole batch of dough rises. The kingdom of heaven is like this. A man happens to find treasure hidden in a field. 
He covers it up again and is so happy that he goes and sells everything he has and then goes back and buys that field. Also, the kingdom of heaven is like this. A man is looking for fine pearls and when he finds one that is unusually fine, he goes and sells everything he has and buys that pearl. Also, the kingdom of heaven is like this. Some fishermen throw their net out in the lake and catch all kinds of fish. When the net is full, they pull it to shore and sit down and to divide the fish. The good ones go into the buckets, the worthless ones are thrown away. It will be like this at the end of the age. The angels will go out and gather the evil people from among the good and will throw them into the fiery furnace, where they will cry and gnash their teeth. Do you understand these things? Jesus asked, asked them. Yes, they answered. So he replied, this means then that every teacher of the law who becomes a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like a homeowner to take new and old things out of his storage room. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. So on our tellies recently has been the series Race Across the World, where people are put into pairs, sometimes related, sometimes not. And they're given the task of traveling without using aeroplanes and with a very small budget to some exotic location. And on the way, adventures happen, slips happen, difficulties happen, and they go to some amazing places. And I watch it and think, wow, I want to go there. And elsewhere on TV and in papers, magazines, on social media, there's often lots and lots about places that are lovely and fantastic and wonderful. And then we get into those lists each year that says the best place to live in the UK and the worst place to live in the UK. And I always look to see where I live and what list it's on. And all of this, well, there's nothing wrong with it, but what it can tend to do is think, well, there's something better over there. If only I was just living over there. And yet with God, usually I suggest X marks the spot. It's exactly where we are that God wants us to be. And it's exactly where we are where God calls us to bring his kingdom, the justice, the goodness, the love and the mercy. Now, St Barnabas in West Knoll is a classic example of that. It began as a hut before the estate was even built. And Ken, who still worships here, remembers worshipping in that hut. And then the estate was built around. And St Barnabas Church, where I'm talking to you from now, has been a source of light and life in this community for decade upon decade upon decade by God's grace. And it embodies what we heard in the gospel about the mustard seed. St Barnabas isn't the biggest church in the United Kingdom. It's not the biggest church in Bristol Diocese. It's probably not even the biggest church on this estate. And yet from this place, the goodness and the mercy of God goes out. Things are done here like warm spaces, like food bank, like cafe church. And these things are remarkable and they serve a lot of people. And yet, the physical things that are done have a deep root in God. And that's where the Paul reading comes in. Paul says sometimes we don't even know what to pray or where we're heading, and yet by the power of the Holy Spirit, 
we will be resourced, we will be led, we will be enlivened. So when you take the physical presence of the place, the physical things that are getting done for the good of community, you add in the goodness of the Holy Spirit and God working, the ingredient that then comes that changes things are the people. Like Leslie and Lorna, who faithfully live, serve, work, raise their families in this community and are great servants of this church. The church is often open, which is so important. And I heard a story the other day about cafe church was happening, people were doing a Bible study with a cup of tea and teenagers walked in just curious about what was going on, sat down and because of hospitality, because of a welcome, started to then ask some of the big questions of life. Well, that's God at work. That's the door open, people wandering in and people wanting to and needing to talk about the big stuff in life. Now, being church in Noel West is not a walk in the park. It's not always straightforward. And yet I thank God for the people of St Barnabas, for all of the churches that are in estates and priority communities around our diocese and around the country, because Christ calls us in particular to be present where people are. That was the distinctiveness of Jesus. He was present where the people were. So I pray that today we might get a renewed sense of God's call for us to be the people of God. X marks the spot where we are. And I thank God that St Barnabas have answered that call and are doing so much good for God and with God in this place. Amen. Let us declare our faith. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. We now hear from a couple of members of the congregation here at St Barnabas about the themes of participation and hospitality that have led to them connecting with church and the local community here in Norwest. So here we are with Jane, who's a member of the congregation at St Barnabas, quite, quite actively involved in different ways of late. Um, but Jane, you said you'd just share a little bit about how you yeah. became connected with church locally here. Right, okay. Um, more later in life, so yeah. over to you. Yeah, I've always believed in God. Um, I haven't been to church for a long time. I used to go when I was a child. Um, I started coming to the Knit and Natter group uh, just over a year ago. Um, I lost my husband nearly five years ago yeah. and I was lost. And I found that coming to church helped me. It made me feel peaceful. Um, I've made lots of friends. Um, I like to join in. And it's just made my life complete. It's made me a lot happier than I was. So it's been a bit yeah. of transformation. Yes, it has. It's really yeah. helped me in a long lot of ways. Yeah, yeah lots um, of ways. Um, 
are there any sort of particular things that you sort of sensed in that point of reconnecting? And I know that you say you did it through a sort of coffee morning knit and natter group, but yeah. what, what did that sort of, what did that do? How would you? What do you mean, coming to church? Yeah, well, what, 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 what change did that make for you? It made a lot of changes. It just made me feel a lot happier in myself. Um, and I just felt so peaceful. Mm. Um, like I said, I met a lot of friends. It just helped me so much. It helped me to, obviously, I'm not going to get over my husband. I wasn't. Mm. But it helped me to cope with it better. Mm. Um, and like I said, I've got lots of friends that I've made. Um, and I, do, I just feel peaceful. gives me peace. Mm. Yeah, I just love coming. So from from one meeting point with church through a more social side of life, yeah. it's led to a, de a deeper fulfillment. Yes, it has. Yes, yes, it has. Yes. That's a lovely yeah. story. So thank yeah. you for sharing yeah. that little yeah. brief nugget. And I've, and I've also met my new partner through coming to church as well. So that has helped me as well. And I'm really happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, made, it's changed my life. Seriously, changed my life. Yeah, definitely. A beautiful story. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. So we're here with Jean, a member of the congregation at St Barnabas, and Jean's just going to share with us a little bit about her connection with St Barnabas, which has um, been quite recent in the last couple of years, and uh, a little bit about her sense of um, the sense of hospitality, what's led to participation for her. Over to you, Jean. Yes, um, my late husband and I attended a church in another area until he passed away about two years ago. As he was the driver out of the two of us, I was given lifts for quite a few months until the lady became ill herself for quite a long time. So I didn't attend anywhere as I had no plans to change churches. In the weeks leading up to Easter of 2022, I started questioning what I was going to do regarding church for the long term and felt God telling me to check out my local church, which I did and just walked in off the street on a Thursday morning, which was coffee morning and a knitter and knit natter. <laughs> I knew no one, but was made very welcome and the coffee was good. So I decided I, want, I would try the Sunday morning service, which was Easter Sunday. And again, made very welcome. And I left afterwards feeling so glad I went. So prayed about it some more. And God clearly said, Jean, this is where I want you to go. And now two years on, feel very much a part of God's family here at St. Barnabas in Noel. Bristol. It's a lovely story, Jean. So thank you for sharing Definitely. that. It's brilliant to hear how that sense of hospitality from other people has made you feel at home and uh, what that's led to you in the way of comfort and uh, participation in the local church. Thank you. down to this what you require 
to the point in the service where we offer our prayers of intercession, which are today led by Marilyn Fisher, a member of the congregation here at St. Barnabas, but deeply involved in many aspects of church life, as well as PCC secretary. Let us pray. We are on a journey of becoming and sometimes do not fully know how to pray. Yet the spirit guides us and intercedes with sighs too deep for words. Therefore, let us offer our prayers, confident that the Spirit prays in us according to God's will. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy God, you have blessed humanity with understanding and the ability to choose the good. We pray for places of the world locked in conflict, war, and places facing the destructive effects of the climate crisis. We pray for unsettled economies and those people and places whose needs are overlooked in the choices of the powerful and rich. May we, who know so much privilege, bear our responsibilities with open hearts and open hands. 
Give to all leaders and people a vision of your world made whole. The wisdom to pursue it and the will to accomplish it. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for your church all over the world, that we would be seed and yeast, where life has grown barren and heavy. May the life we discover in you bind us to each other and to the world you love, for no need is beyond the strength of your call. Merciful God, give us wisdom and courage beyond our imagining to be simple but bold in mission. Lord, in your mercy, you have given your world the gift of Jesus to transform our suffering into healing and hope. Be with all who suffer hardship, distress or need and help us to honour you by serving together as we grow in the mercy and compassion of Christ. We pray for friends and strangers, families, all neighbours facing challenges of health, physical, mental, spiritual and other needs. Make us able companions for each other and bless us with hope that bears fruit. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You blessed us with the gift of creation and call us to uphold its purpose of declaring your holy splendour. Join us with the Spirit's movement in caring for your world, as together we await our redemption from glory into glory. Lord, in your mercy, We give thanks for the gift of hope that never ends and that we are more than victors through him who loved us. We remember all who have died and give thanks that nothing can separate us from you, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Lord, in your mercy. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. We unite our prayers by sharing in the prayer for the coming of the Kingdom. Our Father in Heaven, hallowed be your name. Your Kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in Heaven. Give Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Let us continue to pray. The Collect for today. Lord God, your Son left the riches of heaven and became poor for our sake. When we prosper, save us from pride. When we are needy, save us from despair, that we may trust in you alone. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our words of sending and blessing for today.
The Lord bless you and watch over you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look kindly on you and give you peace and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Our final hymn or piece of music today is Praise My Soul, the King of Heaven, and will be sung by Katie Ritson. Thank you for joining us here today at St. Barnabas in Norwest. Blessings be with you.